Hello and welcome to Talking Wow, the podcast where we talk about World of Warcraft, believe it or not. My name is Tom and today we're going to be talking about reclaiming Gilneas. And to do that, I have my co-host with me right here, Marty. Hello, Marty. Hello there. I was there at the battle for Gilneas and reclaiming it. Oh, you're looking really good in your transmog oh, thank today. You. I might just thank add. You. <laughs> so yes, along came patch 10.2.5. Oh, the, those ones really get us as podcasters, just trying to repeat those ones. But one of the major quotation marks features of this was reclaiming Gilneas, Marty. Why, why do you think now is the time to reclaim Gilneas. Why now is a really good question, because it, it really feels like it's a little bit out of place in this whole storyline, doesn't it? Um, so I, I know that in the community that I'm in, um, there is some there are some speculations that maybe maybe that's a tie into some of all this to the war within and beyond. I mean, that's, that's probably the, the most obvious answer, isn't it, that this is going to be something used in the future. Maybe this Gilneas city is going to be fleshed out a bit more and we're going to use that as a hub. Right now, in the expansion Dragonflight, it definitely does feel a bit strange, doesn't it? Suddenly being like, oh, remember Gilneas, that city that the Forsaken invaded back in 2009 in Cataclysm? Let's go back there right now. And... uh reclaim it <laughs> yeah it, it's it, it seems a little bit out of place and also just if you look at it like in in game time as well it, it's been a hot minute in game as well since all all the things have has gone down over there so you know what have people been doing all these years why haven't we taken back gilnerius like earlier <laughs> it's a little bit weird but uh at the end of the day it was fun i'll take it you know reclaiming gilnerius yeah and i think i mean to sort of jump forward because we're not really doing this in any sort of order the, the climactic part here, and probably my my favorite part of the whole quest line, is this really tender moment between Gen Greymane and Tess Greymane, where essentially Gen is coming to the realization that he can no longer rule Gilneas. He's he's tired. He's he's hurt. He's you know carried a lot of grief around with him for all these years. Just to reference, really. Cataclysm was a real turning point for the Greymanes when the heir, I suppose, the successor of Gan, his son Liam, was murdered by Sylvanas, and that triggered a lot of moments then going forward between Gan and the Horde and the Forsaken, particularly, that caused a lot of strain also between the Horde and the Alliance too, as it as it would. And there's this really just tender moment at the end of this quest line, which I think this is this is what I want more of. It's not always those dramatic one-liner moments that we need. It's just two characters coming together and it's like Gan being very sensitive, actually just saying like he's still hurting about Liam and of course and that's that's weighed him down and he he can no longer do this. He wants to pass over the, you know, the reins of control of Gilneas to Tess who has proven herself over the years that she is more than capable. Well, what did you think of that moment, Marty? 
I mean, I, I think I have to to one hundred percent agree with you there that that those tender moments uh, is it, they're so good. Listen, uh, has started to to really nail those moments uh, because sure, all those action scenes they're amazing and they need to be there as well. But we also have to remember that these characters are also you know just they're people uh, in this world and and you know everyday people. Uh, some can be heroes, but heroes are also just people, and they also have things that they deal with. And, and I think that's so important to 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 remember that nobody is like nobody's this super person who, who who can do everything all of the time. You know, we all we all you know also have fragile moments. So it, it's really good. I enjoyed it so much. I think it makes it feel more real as well because so so often we just have these moments between two characters where they're just throwing one liner after one liner back to each other. It's like people don't talk like that. And I know I've read into it a bit more that because, you know, World of Warcraft is played in many countries and also, you know, that has to be translated that sometimes it's it's easier for them to, you know, have it a bit more simpler that characters aren't going into too much detail, too much depth, just because it has to be translated into so many different languages. And, you know, I get that to a degree, but this moment in particular, I was like, this is, you know, Reminiscence a bit of Thrall and Anduin, just having that tender moment that wasn't necessarily building up to something too big. It was just two characters having a conversation, two characters talking about their pain. And there's been a lot of it, right? Since Cataclysm, especially, like the war between the Horde and the Alliance. And it must be exhausting for, you know, these characters as well that they are going through that. So at a moment in Dragonflight, I suppose, where we haven't been focusing on that anymore. And then to revisit that again, it's a little bit, feels a little bit not quite the right time. But then when is the right time? And maybe this situation, like you say, will make more sense going forward with the war within and beyond. But on that, let's talk about how we got to that tender moment because it's. That's probably where I think there's a few more question marks from myself. But Marty, you said you enjoyed it overall. So tell us a bit more about like why you enjoyed reclaiming Gilneas. I mean, I enjoyed the cutscene. We talked about the cutscene when I said I enjoyed it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. So questions. I have questions, Marty. We, we arrive in Gilneas, and obviously, probably one of the big questions is, oh, I thought maybe there was going to be some sort of rogue force of Forsaken potentially have taken Gilneas, still holding that for how many years since Cataclysm? But no, it's the Scarlet Crusade. The Scarlet Crusade are back. And, okay, my question is, like, why Gilneas? Why would they... Gilneas. I think I think the simple answer is that Blizzard needed some kind of villain that sort of fit in there. <laughs> that wasn't the Forsaken, because if there's any sort of horde alliance fighting going on again, it's just, oh well that's the end of the, the treaty, you know, the new era of war begins. And we are very much aware that we are in a situation now where that's probably not going to be the narrative. Maybe for a while. Maybe it will happen again. We don't know. But right now, it's just that's probably been exhausted and you wouldn't really call a truce just to reignite the war again. 
Or would you? Can I ask you a, a quick question, actually? Yeah. Did you play it through on an Alliance character? I did. So how do you get summoned and how does the quest actually start for an Alliance character? Because I played it as Horde. Ah, I see. Yes, I didn't even think about that. So yeah, basically you just get a summon from Gan and you go to Stormwind and you fly off till Gale- to Gilneas and yeah, that's that's how it starts. You land in and Kalia Menifil is there. And obviously, that's also a point where I think Gen takes it very well. And the the fact that he lands back in Gilneas, and I don't know if he's been back to Gilneas since he left Gilneas, other questions. But I guess I expected him not to take that quite as well as he did, because he's carrying a lot of trauma with the Forsaken. However, a lot of time has passed. We're, We're acknowledging that. And... There, there is a part of me that is like he has been slowly accepting the Horde and the Alliance truce he you know he was very feisty in you know Legion and expansions beyond that he's always been that you know mouthpiece of just oh, the Horde oh, Sylvanas and it's been a long time And maybe he is just at the point. And the cinematic maybe caps that as well, that he's just tired. He's just tired of this. And he's choosing to trust his daughter in all of this as, you know, he lands in Gilneas and the Forsaken are there. But we've already worked with the Forsaken as as alliance in, you know, leading up to the events of Amidrasil. So it's not really totally out of place, I suppose, that we as alliance would be working together with the Horde. But yeah, how does that unfold as the Horde? Because it is a little bit more like, why would you be getting called the Gilneas? <laughs> we actually get called to, to meet up with Kalia and, and Lillian Vaas, who, who wants to 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 help out. Um, so we don't meet Jen, uh, Greyman, in the beginning. We actually get summoned there and then find our own way in uh, to to help out. And and then eventually there is sort of like a, a, a meeting with Jen, Greyman, um, where uh, obviously he's not super happy about them being there, but he, he accepts the help. Yeah, and again, I, I don't, I don't know. It's just they're telling a story of reclaiming Gilneas, so obviously Gan is not going to be like, get, like get out of here. Like if, if the Scarlet Crusade, who are the villains in in this situation, are are back, and you know that's a bit of a throwback as well to just classic times where it was like oh yeah the scarlet crusade remember those guys (laughs) remember those and i mean it wouldn't be i guess totally out of the question that after the you know the breach of the gray main wall back in cataclysm and once maybe the forsaken forces started filtering out there the scarlet crusade were like oh let's take gilneas i think my my hang up on it a little bit is I'd like I would have liked there to be a bit more of a reason why the Scarlet Crusade were there and a bit more lore behind the Scarlet Crusade because I think that is something like in Warcraft that hasn't been covered too much and it's an interesting faction they initially you know rose up to fight the Scourge didn't they and they ended up fighting everyone that wasn't them very culty and I think there could have been maybe a bit more reason why the Scarlet Crusade were there because the just just the middle part of this reclamation is just a little bit like why is it the Scarlet Crusade? You know why? I want to know more about them. Yeah, yeah. I I do feel like 
um, I, I do feel like the, reclaiming Gilnair is, is, is cool and all, but I do also feel like this this small quest line was very bare bone, very quickly done, over and done with. Uh, I think I'm, I'm I, I agree with you. It would have been fun if they if, if there had been a little bit more to it to actually why they are there and why we are there and and why all this needs to happen now and not just you know five years ago <laughs> and so five years from now you know. Uh, uh, everything feels like it sort of feels a little bit like this was, this was some leftover that they wanted to put in at some point and it never got put in and now all right let's put it in now because we need it perhaps we need it i don't think we don't even know yet maybe they'll need it in in you know a future expansion or something like that so so yeah it i enjoyed it it, it was nice and quick i i got a mount and uh, a transmog set so i'm happy um but i do I do feel like I wish there was a little bit more depth to it. To, to it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think I feel pretty much the same there. It was just a lot of killing Scarlet Crusade and killing Scarlet Crusade and Marty and Kiss, you you didn't know killing Scarlet Crusade. Oh, I must, might have, must have missed that part. I'm almost at the point where, like, the, the cinematic at the end really carries so much. Like, it, it does a lot of heavy lifting in this because there's just not too much before that cinematic to really understand what's going on and you know maybe again it's like if if it what they weren't such a big threat the scarlet crusade then this doesn't really feel like a a big operation you know it's just hey we you know we've been we've dealt with the scarlet crusade before we've we've gone into a five-man dungeon and, and sorted out a whole cathedral for goodness sake i think there was more mobs in the cathedral and classic than there was in Gilneas, just saying. But, you know, it's just that that feeling of Gilneas felt a bit empty, considering it was supposed to be occupied by, you know, another faction. And I know there's limitations there as well, but I'm thinking back to, you know, the battle for Undercity the second time, you know, when the Alliance are marching up to the gates and there was, you know, before the events of Battle for Azeroth. And I remember taking part in that scenario and that felt really epic like you really felt that you know oh this is an invasion this is something that's going on here and yeah sadly I, I think I have to have to sort of side with you there that I think these quests within this were a bit bare bones and a little bit a little bit disappointing but again the the cinematic at the end <laughs> saved it for me because I honestly I loved that so much and I I loved the fact that we got those moments between Tess and Gen as well, and like, please give us more interactions like that between characters because it's it's huge. Like, it is huge, and it, it has probably overall saved this memory of reclaiming Gilneas for me because, yeah, the the quests were just ah, uh, just so they were there, and it was elite Scarlet. Scarlet Crusade mobs as well, you know, that really reminded me of classic of, you know, Tears Hand, the ones that you used to used to kill. And actually, they did drop quite a lot of gold. I mean, that was quite nice. And some silk silk cloth. Did you get that? Yeah, ex- exactly. They did drop silk cloth, uh, cloth silk cloth. It was a it, yeah, we we totally uh uh the the one I I played it together with someone else and we both totally clapped that. Oh, that that still they're still dropping silk, silk cloth. So, uh, I, I liked that little throwback. That was uh, that Dude, was kind of fun. That did make me chuckle. That really did. Yeah. It was just like, 
yeah, there's, there's not really any lore here, but hey, silk cloth. <laughs> one thing that did uh, save it a little bit for me as well was that uh, foxy fox mount. Oh, yeah. I Yes, I've been wanting a fox mount for a long time because I've tried to get that one from Legion and haven't been able to get it yet. So that was nice. I mean, the rewards, you can't argue with the rewards. The rewards were freaking awesome. Having a, a Gilnean transmog and a mount. Like, honestly, the, you'll not hear any complaints from me about, you know, sitting down at the computer for 25 minutes and getting a whole new transmog set and a mount. That's, you know, that's very nice. That is very, very nice. But uh, the rest of it, though, it was all right. Anyway, that is what we thought about reclaiming Gilneas and our new queen of Gilneas, Queen Tess Greymane. Long live the queen. But what did you think about this questline? Did you enjoy it? Did you love the cinematic at the end, like me and Marty? Or maybe you didn't. Why don't you let us know in the places that you can do that? I've been Tom. That's been Marty. And we've been talking wow thanks for tuning in champion did you enjoy this episode of talking wow if so why not drop a review on your podcast catcher of choice or leave us a comment you can find talking wow on twitter or youtube over at talking wow hope to see you again soon